0: Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. For many, vitamins are tough pills to swallow—quite literally. Dysphagia affects about 13% of the population, but that number goes up with age. But it's not always a swallow factor. For some, it's simply about convenience. Scottsdale-based Refine says it is changing how supplements can be taken. Joining me now is the company's CEO, David Truchik. Hi, David, and welcome to the NutriCast.
1: Hi, Danielle. Thanks for having me today.
0: Thank you for joining me. So before we get into everything, tell me about Refine, because it's a relatively new company, right?
1: Yes. Refine is about a year old, and it's actually born a little bit out of a secondary industry, being the CBD space. Obviously, not everybody is, is marching down the CBD path, but they are looking for new ways to consume vitamins and minerals. And so my partners and I, a little over a year ago, as the pandemic was raging, trying to find you know, new and innovative ways for people to be able to take supplements during this uh, difficult time.
0: And so tell me how you made that leap from CBD to these quick dissolve strips.
1: So CBD on delivery platforms, we actually saw oral thin film in that arena and then went back to a pharmaceutical manufacturer that we've done some business with in the past, found out that they actually held some patented technology surrounding these products and again, people are looking for ways to, to mitigate anxiety. They're looking for ways to boost their immune system. And a lot of even your avid CBD users, as, as they take products that interact with your endocannabinoid system, realize that they need more than just CBD. So a couple of key elements in those discussions was, what's a product that centers around immunity? Vitamin D3 is a big one. Obviously, we do get some vitamin D just from being out in the, in the sunlight. But again, during the pandemic, more people stayed home. We had quarantines and people were afraid to go out. So they spent more time indoors. So it's a good way for them to get vitamin D. And then as we looked at, you know, what's another condition that goes along with that? And people, you know, massive amounts of anxiety and ability to sleep. And so the sleep strip was a natural fit for us. So it really is a complementary product to some of the other businesses that we own.
0: So you said Refines about a year old and this quick dissolve format. I mean, that's been around, I think, since like the 1970s. So what made you decide now is the time?
1: So to, get to your point, it's been around since 1973. And a lot of people, when they see this product for the first time, don't really make that connection. But when the product was first launched in 73, uh, obviously technology was significantly different. Packaging was not nearly as as robust and a lot of the materials that we use for packaging today. So the product was hard to get stable. It was hard to store and those types of things. And so you really kind of didn't see it again until a few years later, a lot of people will remember chloroseptic. It's a spray that you would put on your throat for a sore throat. They actually came out with a benzocaine strip, which is chloroseptic. And then of course, a lot of your listeners will be very familiar with the Listerine breath strip. So again, same technology, same delivery platform. But again, we started to look at, you know, what are some of the challenges that people face it? A lot of people are taking vitamins and minerals and supplements, and it's, you know, traveling with gel caps can be difficult. Swallowing gel caps can be difficult. And so this really presented a platform that you don't need water to take this product. You can stick it in your briefcase, your purse. You can put it in your shirt pocket, your pants pocket and carry it with you. And so it's a very portable and easy way to to supplement.
0: Okay. And you mentioned your products are vitamin D, one's for sleep and one is a general vitamin D intake for perhaps the winter months. Yes. And who is your primary demographic? I know dysphagia affects more elderly consumers, but is this also just the convenience factor as well?
1: Yeah. So the convenience factor definitely opens up you know, the spectrum of demographic categories for us. And, and yes, we do see a large uptick in the geriatric community, if you will, because again, you've got folks that just have trouble swallowing pills, but putting a strip between your cheek and gum, having it dissolve in 30 seconds is a, is a great experience for them. And so, you know, obviously we tell anybody that's going to take a supplement, you should check with your doctor to make sure that it's going to coincide with other regimens that you might be on or other supplements that he might he or she might have you on before taking our product. But it truly crosses a lot of barriers as far as uh, being widely accepted.
0: Mhm. What are some challenges or limitations when you are formulating with this oral film? Is it harder to formulate with this or did you find that it might be easier than traditional supplements?
1: So the formulation process is really only limited to the product you're putting on the strip. So if you think about the oral mucosa in your mouth, so again you're taking this through the mucosa membrane directly into your bloodstream so you bypass the digestive tract. And a lot of people say, well, I want to put creatine on a strip. Well, you know, if the molecule that you're putting on the strip is bigger than the opening in the oral mucosa in your mouth, then it's not going to absorb into your bloodstream. So anytime we're looking at products that are in development or perhaps bringing new products to the mix... We obviously have to look at what's the molecule size of the product that we're putting on the strip and and the dosing amount. And does it make sense just from a pure scientific and manufacturing standpoint? Will it give people the desired effect? Or are we just basically creating another way to, you know, uh, dissolve something in your mouth and swallow it?
0: I was reading that your company partnered with doctors and researchers and pharmaceutical manufacturers to develop this. What was that process like?
1: This has been a patented product. So it was it was working with our manufacturing partner in California. That's a publicly traded pharmaceutical company. They have doctors and scientists on staff. And it was a great process because as we came together and started to talk about what do we want to bring to market? And, and we can talk a little later in the program here about other products that we're working on. But we were very specific and we were very intentional in looking at products they had already developed that maybe hadn't made it into the mainstream. And, you know, is now the time. And as we looked at vitamin D3 and we looked at the sleep-based strip and we looked at that versus the pandemic, it just made a lot of sense to take something they already kind of had on the shelf, if you will, uh, that was just waiting kind of for the right partner at the right time. And so it was a very easy process. I mean, we've actually sent this product out to other general practitioners and said, hey, you know, try this give us some feedback and across the board, it's been been very positive. We've actually put it through a couple of testing scenarios where, you know, someone had low vitamin D levels and they started taking our strips. And then after eight weeks, they went and retested and they, they were either at or above normal levels just by taking the product.
0: So you've done some studies with your particular product.
1: Yes, that is correct.
0: I always love to hear that from companies because a lot of companies will say, yeah, these ingredients have been tested, but not their specific product. And so, yeah, that brings me to my next question. I, I did notice uh, your vitamin D three contains forty thousand IU's. Uh, how did you settle on that large dose?
1: So a couple of factors went into it. We'd actually looked at a at a fifty thousand IU dose um, initially and you know a lot of the feedback that we had from from doctors' groups is hey you know you're really kind of stepping into an arena that that should be prescribed it should be more of prescription- based medicine either given in the doctor's office or you know sent through an actual pharmacy because of the high dosage keep in mind that vitamin D3 is fat soluble so you can ingest it it will stay in your system and your body will use it. As it needs it. So, if you think of an average normal adult that's taking, you know, five thousand IU's a day in a gel cap form, which is which is a very common dosage, and you look at okay, what's the requirement for the week? Well, we said okay, if they're taking five and times seven thirty-five, based on you know body weight, body mass, level of activity, everybody felt that forty thousand IU methodology and delivery modality was the best way to go because now you can truly take one strip on Sunday and you don't have to worry about taking it again until the next Sunday. So it just, it makes the ease of use uh, a lot higher as well.
0: We were taking a look at that, my editors and I, and we at first thought maybe it was a monthly, but you're saying it's a weekly. Uh, A lot of the studies I see talk about one to 2,000 IUs a day, but you're saying uh, five is common, 5,000?
1: Five is common. Just, and again, we, we took this to a wide range of, of general practitioners and just said, you know, what, if you were going to design something for your patients, what would it be? And then obviously we, you know, we kind of fact check that with the scientific data and the pharmaceutical manufacturer as well. And that's, that's again, where they settled. And again, like I said, we were looking at 50,000 and we, we just backed it down to say, okay, you know, this makes sense um, across the board, because again, you can lower the dosage, but then are you really giving people the impact that you're trying to accomplish? And so it's that, balancing act. And again, we wanted to rely on the medical experts to get to that, to that proper dosage. Mm
0: -hmm. When you were doing your research, were you able to measure absorption? I know you mentioned molecule size, but were you actually able to see how much of this does get absorbed in the body?
1: Yeah. So there's, there's actually a white paper where they took gel caps and they, they took an oral thin fill. And it wasn't vitamin D, it was a different ingredient, but they, they purely measured onset. And then they, then they measured how long does that stay in your system? And so the, the onset was much quicker because if you think about it, the gel cap still has to go through your digestive tract, through your stomach, and then be metabolized out into the bloodstream where taking it through the oral mucosa, you're able to get it directly into your bloodstream. No, no different than someone who chews tobacco, we're not advocating that, but somebody who does chew tobacco, they're doing it for that very reason. They're getting nicotine directly into their bloodstream. So as we looked at this delivery platform and saw that when you take an oral thin film, it enters your bloodstream quicker, you get a higher uptake in, in total amount of absorption and it actually stays in your system longer versus what's being metabolized through your, your stomach and your liver.
0: And then sort of another aspect of that, I mean, what's the efficacy when it comes to taking a supplement weekly versus daily? Is there a difference?
1: Again, it depends on the supplement, because if you look at, you know, a vitamin C product, that's not a fat soluble supplement. So that's, you know, it's, it's, we all know that if you take too much vitamin C, your, your body's just going to eliminate it uh, through a natural process where vitamin D3 is one of the few supplements that is fat soluble and your body can truly store it and then draw on those stores as it's required. So if you think of somebody who you know maybe is a little more, a little less mobile, and they they just are in their house more, this gives their body that extra reserve, if you will, to be able to to draw on those stores and keep them from becoming vitamin D deficient.
0: And let's talk about the products themselves. You have the vitamin D for perhaps winter time, or for people who don't make it outside as often as maybe they should. And then you have the sleep category one. What are you hearing from consumers? Is that something that is still very much a need for them?
1: Absolutely, I mean, we some of the feedback that we get almost weekly is, you know, it's great because they feel like they finally have a portable way. No matter where they are, no matter what they're doing, they can take a vitamin D three product with them. Be it pandemic, be it you know, political, whatever it might be, there's still a lot of anxiety that we we deal with in society today. So, being able to take a sleep strip and get a good night's sleep, and I'll give you an example. I have a I have a contractor that I've worked with, and he came to me and he said, "Hey, I'm you know I'm sleeping two hours and then I'm waking up and the two hours and I'm waking up." And I said, "Well, you know, try one of these and, and give me some feedback because you know I I can think they're great, but we need a real world you know use case." And after taking them for a week, he was able to come back and say, you know what? And taking this product, I'm actually getting seven solid hours of sleep before I wake up and I feel very rested. So I think that offering folks those opportunities of keeping immunity boosted and then being able to get a good night's rest. You know, my, my grandfather always said I can I pretty much face whatever comes at me if I've had a good night's rest. And so I think <laughs> offering people that opportunity is a, is a big plus and a big win.
0: Definitely. I, I can certainly relate. <laughs> And so you have some plans to roll out some other products. Are there any details you can share about that?
1: Sure, absolutely. So the next two products on the roadmap for us are a caffeine strip. So again, you think of in the afternoon, you need a cup of coffee. Maybe you, you, know, you don't want to run down to the coffee shop. We have a strip that we've been testing right now that has 40 milligrams of caffeine. You put it between your, between your cheek and gum, let it dissolve. What I can tell you is my wife does not drink coffee. But she uses these caffeine strips because it gives her that boost in the afternoon where, again, she can't find that because she doesn't drink coffee. Second product I'll tell you about is uh, is an electrolyte strip. So, again, if you're you're a runner, you're an athlete, you're on the trail, you're in the gym – You know, one of the complaints that we've heard over and over from some athletes that we've worked with is, you know, I I want to consume electrolytes, but I don't want to stop and have to mix something up, you know, shake it up in a bottle and drink it. Where with an electrolyte strip, you actually can just take it and put it between your cheek and gum. And those electrolytes go, again, directly into your bloodstream. They bypass the absorption through the stomach and you realize the benefit of that. So those are two products that we'll probably see in, in late Q2, early Q3 of this year.
0: Talk to me about taste because we talked about like those breast strips, right? Like we know that those are minty, but when somebody's taking one of these dissolvable strips, what is the taste like? Was that a challenge for you to make it taste okay?
1: Taste is always a factor and it's, you know, it can be very challenging depending on the ingredients. For instance, just talk about the caffeine strip, you know, taking dehydrated caffeine, if you will, and putting it on a strip. Caffeine is one of the hardest flavors to mask. It's just naturally bitter. We all know that, you know, if you chew a coffee bean, it's bitter and and those types of things. So, you know, one of the great advantages of working with uh, a pharmaceutical manufacturer is their ability to mask flavors. So, you know, the vitamin D strip, for instance, has a little bit of a berry slash cotton candy flavor. The sleeve strip, still a mint strip, Because obviously, you know, we're not going to give you an orange flavored strip to after you brush your teeth in the evening, you put that in your mouth. Uh, So you can literally, you know, brush your teeth and then put the strip in your mouth and go to sleep. And two, when you take this strip, you'll get a little bit of a hint of a peppery flavor to along with the mint, just very subtle, because one of the primary ingredients in the sleep strip is beta carophylline, which BCP, which comes from black pepper. So, you know, flavoring is always a challenge and we feel like we've got some really great partnerships, and some really smart people in the room that say, Hey, these are the ingredients. We know how to work with those ingredients. We know how to provide the consumer with flavors that are not off-putting and allow them to get the, these medicines and these supplements that they need without the challenge of, of bitterness.
0: And when it comes to your consumers, who, who is your demographic for the electrolytes and the caffeine for the electrolytes? I'm thinking probably athletes, like you mentioned, who are just on the go.
1: Yes. Yeah. Athletes on the go. Really. I mean, you think about it in, in certain parts of the country, we happen to be in Scottsdale. And one of the big challenges here in the summertime can be dehydration. And so I think it's looking at, you know, what, what are ways that we can, we can replenish the electrolytes in our body without adjusting massive amounts of liquid. This is a good one. Caffeine strips, anybody that drinks coffee again, you know, if you, it's basically having a cup of coffee in your pocket and you don't need water. And so that's a great opportunity. So that's a really wide market. But the electrolytes are are truly more for, you know, those folks that are in the gym every day, maybe on the trails every day, biking, endurance athletes, those types of things.
0: Okay. And I'm thinking about gamers. Is the caffeine one something that maybe gamers might be interested in?
1: Absolutely. You know, one of our targets for Q4 this year is really taking a hard look at the esports arena and you know what products can we offer them. You know, maybe it's a little stronger caffeine strip, maybe it's caffeine plus something else. So they're not necessarily you know drinking something while they're gaming, but they can just truly really take a strip and uh, enjoy a longer game experience.
0: That is definitely a challenge, and they are always looking for an alternative to traditional vitamin supplements. Yes. And before I let you go, do you have uh, any other research or updates that maybe you want to share?
1: I think that, you know, as we're continuing to do studies, what I would tell you is we're always looking for partners. And, and again, this is about getting products to as many folks as we can. And, and obviously we all, we all have a bottom line that we answer to at some level, but you know, it's truly finding those partnerships, be it a doctor, be it a nonprofit. You know, some of the nonprofits that we've talked to are, are very interested in this because we can now take a supplement that. You know, we could potentially take overseas into some underserved areas of the world, you know, it's it's hard to ship. A million gel caps around the world, but but these strips are very very small, very portable, and so I think it's it's looking at those partnerships and you know, how do we get the product into as many hands as we can to have people benefit from it, and then we'll continue to research. Again, it's my goal and my mantra, if you will, is good products for people that is truly driven by good science and good research, because as, as we see in the CBD arena, for every good product on the market, there are still ten products being made in someone's garage, and so it's it's truly you know finding those products like these strips that are more of a controlled manufacturer that have good science, good technology behind them, and then just getting them to as many folks as we possibly can.
0: Absolutely, because we know that consumers are doing their research now more than ever. Absolutely. The market for an alternative to traditional vitamin supplements is promising. We will definitely be keeping an eye on that. Refined CEO, David Trechik, thank you so much for joining me here on the NutriCast.
1: Daniel, thanks for having me today. Much appreciated.
0: If you like what you just heard, you could subscribe to the NutriCast wherever you get your podcasts. You can also head to nutringredients usacom for even more Nutri-related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutriCast next week.